Good morning for Thursday, June 17th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Making news on the front page this morning, Kyrgyz army rule seen in ethnic riots. Buyers get picky, exacerbating the housing slump, and BP says it will set aside $20 billion to help oil spills victims. In today's financial headlines, BP's investors are hit hard as shares lose value. Mortgage executive accused of massive fraud, and new auto workers leader hopes to revitalize the union. There will, of course, be more business stories along with more national and world news, the roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Osh, Kyrgyzstan, by Clifford Levy. Its headline, Kyrgyz Army Roll, Seen in Ethnic Riots. As the armored personnel carrier rumbled down the street, men in Kyrgyz military uniforms clinging to its sides, residents of an ethnic Uzbek neighborhood here felt a surge of relief. The peacekeepers, it seemed, had finally arrived. But then the men in uniforms jumped down and began firing automatic weapons into homes while shouting anti-Uzbek slurs. More than a dozen residents of the neighborhood, Shai Tubey, said Wednesday. They spoke of the terrifying moments last week when they realized that they were under attack from what appeared to be their own nation's military. They said the assailants killed several people, wounded many others, and set fire to buildings. We believe that they had come to protect us, said Avaz Abdul Kadyrov, 48, but instead, he said, they came to kill us. Abdul Kadyrov and others said one memory of the events last Saturday haunted them. As they fled and their homes burned, the men in uniforms laughed and danced in the street. In the wake of ethnic riots that broke out last Thursday night and killed hundreds over the weekend here and throughout southern Kyrgyzstan, Questions arose about whether the violence began spontaneously and then increased in the absence of strong local authority, or whether it was the work of more organized forces, possibly doing the bidding of Kyrgyzstan's deposed president, Kermanbek Bakayev. The accounts from the people of Shatubey and numerous other reports by witnesses lend powerful credence to suspicions of organized violence, pointing to rogue elements of the Kyrgyz government and military. The involvement of even a faction of the military could be a sign that the interim Kyrgyz government is not in complete control. Shatubey does not seem to be an isolated case. On Wednesday, at a mosque near the border with Uzbekistan that is now sheltering ethnic Uzbek refugees, several people from other areas of Osh described similar scenes. A doctor at the shelter, Halisa Abderzakova, 37, said that residents of her neighborhood had blocked the main road with large boulders and other objects after the violence started. But a Kyrgyz army tank soon arrived, she said, and pushed aside the debris, allowing gunmen in an armored personnel carrier to drive through and start shooting. This was a blatant attack on us by the authorities, Abdurezakova said. The witness reports underscore why it may be difficult to persuade Uzbeks to return to Osh and surrounding areas, Many now see the government as the enemy, as they scoff at official assurances that they can safely return. The interim government has maintained from the outset that Bakayev, who was ousted in April, incited the riot to destabilize the country and pave the way for his return. From his exile in Belarus, Bakayev has repeatedly denied any involvement in the violence,